just seen me just he just took a drink and, and and almost finished the beer from from nothing. I don't mean from from full. I started here and he finished about here. That's one drink. <laughs> ready for the show. Yep. All I'm right. Try to speak incomplete sentences most of the time. You just do you, man. <laughs> All right, here we go. Welcome back to the Hit Factor. We have a special edition podcast today. We're going to be doing a Q&A with Sasquatch. He's had a few beers. <laughs> a few. I have no idea how many, but... I'm guessing 25. He's probably at, at like seven or eight by now. If I had to guess. Oh, he's got more than that. He drank oh, like three. Yeah. All right. So I'll just go ahead and let's open with uh, a disclaimer. This this episode is very likely to be much more explicit. <laughs> so if you have children, I children. around, I do children. Let's, not, let's not do the, the children on this one. Also, I think Alexis might be a little, might have yeah. had a few as well. Just want to throw that out there. I want to put him under the spotlight as well, just in case he says something silly. I've probably had about seven or eight beers. There you go. If it were seven or eight beers, dude, I would be out. Pretty My problem is that I like – so when I go out, I like to drink, and Jared is kind of my drinking buddy. But Jared drinks a lot faster than I can, so I try to keep up, and it usually does not work out very well for me. Yeah, I bet not. Hey, but you still have some stouts in your fridge from last time I was over. Yeah, because they suck. <laughs> so we got uh, Alexis Pena, Jared Fox – and Jason Bradley on today. So Jason is going to be the the MC here. Am I moderating? Yeah. Yeah, Jason's going to be the moderator. He's the responsible adult in the group. It's going to be awesome. I think we're going to direct questions at Jared initially, and then we'll open the floor. Let's do that. I like that. All right, are we ready for the first one? This is a good one. Let's do it. It's wrong, but it's a good one. So okay. Jesse Jesse Smith wants to know what it's like having the best dog ever. Well, no, he's not wrong. Well, so that, that that's subjective. My dog's is the he, best dog ever. Is he, my dog just acknowledged me from her dead nap on the couch. She just looked over this way like you're talking about me. <laughs> you said her name. Is he? Yeah, you just said her name, so she looks when you say her name. Yeah, well, she loves her name. She was a used puppy when I got her. She loves her name. <laughs> so does Jesse Jesse babysit your dog or dog sit for you or whatever? No, no. He just absolutely loves my dog. He comes by and visits once in a while, and I crash at his house when I shoot the Iowa sectional. Sometimes I bring Izzy, and him and his wife love Izzy, except his wife tried to take her for a walk one time, and about one block into the walk, Izzy just laid down. <laughs> I was like, no, no, I'm done with this shit. <laughs> but uh, otherwise, though, she is pretty amazing. Cool. So I want to say that his Izzy is the second best Izzy, in my opinion. No, your Izzy is terrible. My <laughs> Izzy has a mohawk. Yeah, and your Izzy was a complete dick to my Izzy. And they got along great. It was perfect. His Izzy is terrible. Just my Izzy is, out there. My Izzy is perfect. And she has your, a mohawk. Your Izzy is a window licker. <laughs> <laughs> A window liquor? Yes. <laughs> Whatever the hell that means. Uh, means your dog's retarded. Damn. Oh, 
Them fighting words right there. <laughs> fighting words. I almost spit out my beer. <laughs> All right, you All ready right. for the next one? Yeah. How much beef jerky would it take to distract you during a stage? Oh. So, I don't believe Jack Leaks yet makes it, but a 36-ounce package would probably do the trick. <laughs> All right, that's, here's a good That's one. a lot of beef jerky. So, this is a two... This is a two-part question. You don't have to answer the first one because we don't want to get serious. But somebody asked, what do you do to prepare for majors, in particular Area 6 next month? I replied back and said, no, no, no. That's too serious. Too good of a question. We're not doing that on this show. And he was like, okay, you're right. Uh, how much um, – let me see here. Too legit of a question. And then they, he goes, you're right. How much did you have to drink uh, during Episode 27? <laughs> absolutely hilarious <laughs> was that the last one we recorded because I, I really think don't so. know uh, is it the one about the other hit factor podcast I think so I don't oh, know that was like 29 I, I, I don't know, know. Uh, but it was one that we got another comment from someone go ahead how much do you think maybe, you have maybe like 12 or 14 beers to start and a, a couple more and a glass or two of whiskey during yeah, he switched to whiskey in the middle. He did. He did. So not Chad, a lot. Yeah, Chad hit me up and was like, uh, he was pretty slurred on this last one. Tell Jared Fox to open his mouth when he talks. Well, it's <laughs> because I was drinking. It's pretty funny. Now, now to the more important first question, what am I doing to prepare for Area 6? No, no, we don't want to hear that. <laughs> what you so give I, uh, I, I am recording a, I'm recording a drunk Q&A session. I think that's... <laughs> Pretty good preparation. Yeah. Cool. Doing it right now. Sounds good. You should do well. <laughs> so by your logic, I should do well at the Ozark Classic because I'm also doing a drunk Q&A and I don't want Jerry to be the only one that was drunk. <laughs> yeah, you're definitely set to be like top 25 in limited. <laughs> wow. What there probably be 24 guys there, but thanks. <laughs> Are you shooting that on Saturday? Uh, yes, at Ozarks, yeah. yeah. Okay. Jeff and I are squatted on Friday, We, but I'm probably going to drop out. Don't, hey, don't be a whip. Matt is going to shoot. Is Matt shooting carry optics? I guess so, huh? Maybe. Probably. 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 He'll, he'll Maybe probably shoot carry optics. Okay. All right. So uh, what gun would you shoot in every division if there was no CZs to be had? Ooh. Okay, so I think shoot a Glock. This is terrible. So if I if I could not shoot a CZ in production or carry optics, I think if I had to pick a gun for production and it was not a CZ, I would probably shoot a Tampo <laughs> Stock Two because it's the closest to what I already shoot. No way, dude. Competition. Whoa. I mean, hey, if, if you can't have the number one, you might as well take the second best. <laughs> Stock three. <laughs> uh, carry optics. If I could not shoot a CZ, um, I would. I would consider plastic and carry optics. So, ooh, Glock. I think. I think it's a pretty mixed bag. I think it would either be the Glock or the Sig uh, Legion. 
uh, limited. You didn't. You said CZ, so you didn't. You didn't disqualify Dan Wesson. So for limited, I would definitely take either a uh, DWX or a 2011, depending like if it's available or not. If the DWX is available, definitely. If not, I would shoot a 2011. Uh, open. I would probably have to say 2011 because it's pretty much the only a gun available for the division outside of checkmate. That new Beretta hotness. Like I said, Beretta. I would probably take the 2011 because it's the only gun available for the division. <laughs> uh, single stack, I would I would definitely shoot a Camber. Dan Wesson. And if that wasn't available, you it would be a custom gun, probably built by whoever you liked uh kimber's custom shop yes kimber custom (laughs) shop without a doubt if i couldn't get a kimber i would probably have jeremy build me a gun but only if i couldn't get a kimber (laughs) and if you had ten thousand dollars to spend right no no like like six he gives it he gives a podcast discount just reference it whenever you order and it's like a ten thousand dollar discount it is he i mean we've all got multiple guns from him (laughs) for just a few hundred bucks he just sends his guns like full, they show up in my FL. I get a call. I have a yeah. gun in. I have to go pick it up from him. Yeah, full house P twenty twenty hit factor podcast twenty twenty for a thirty percent discount. Is that right? Yeah, uh, it's actually it's actually forty percent. But yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, now we'll Jeremy's going to act like he doesn't have it at first, but you have to be persistent. <laughs> right. <laughs> Let's see. Uh, what other divisions do we have? Revolver. Um, oh with a for revolver division, I would have to go with the. Uh, I know nothing about revolver, so I'm going to say Smith and Wesson because I like my J frame. But you wouldn't shoot uh, a J frame in a revolver. No, no, but they make other guns. I'm sure. Oh, oh, okay. I really don't know. You shoot a L frame or K frame. Sure, we'll do with that. Yeah, yeah, L or K frame. Uh, nine, yeah. nine twenty-nine or or six twenty-seven. Those are your options. Yeah, yeah, the JM edition. Yep, the yep. JM edition. Very edition. Is it? Um, I know. What it's other different. division? Oh, PCC. Uh, legitimately, CZ didn't exist. I think JP actually makes the best PCC, but PCC is dumb, so I don't really care about it. Okay, cool. We're done with that question. Drink, <laughs> drink three more beers because you're not drunk enough yet. Wait, I have I have one more more addition to that to that question. So Jared talked about revolvers. Jared, what match was it where there were eleven revolver shooters squatted in a single squad? Was it a uh, Free State or Illinois? Yes, Free State. <laughs> yes, entire squad of revolvers. Eleven revolver shooters squatted in a single squad. It's like it I, might as well be world. Uh, like like world shoot for revolvers. I, I'm tempted to bring out the old J frame and shoot in that division. Does anybody know if the uh, the I think it's Packmeyer makes it the the uh, I think they call it like the clip grip or something as a clip built into the grip. Is that legal in revolver? Can I draw that from the inside the waistband and shoot revolver division at that match? Dude, revolvers like open. You can do whatever you want to that thing. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, but no, uh, Free State, I think, had like 11 revolvers. It'll probably be the biggest turnout in revolvers since Nationals. Wow. Cool. And nobody will care who wins the division because it's a revolver, but it's still pretty cool. I mean, sure. 
<laughs> yeah. All right, next question. Who is your go-to person you want to beat? And are you friends? So who haven't you beat who haven't you beat yet that you want to beat? Or who have you beat? You just want to keep beating them. <laughs> well, I always want to continue beating Alexis down because I want to make sure he's my whipping boy. We've, we've shot the same division twice. Oh, don't worry. Don't worry. He'll fucking never let it go. Never. He never lets it go. Hey, work a, work a fucking match. Work a fucking match. Have a heat stroke. Let him squad with the best shooters on the fucking planet next day. And he'll and then he beats you by fucking one percent and he will throw fucking face every hey, chance he gets. Hey, dude, hey, I, I, I should it, I beat it, Jared in a match and that match does not exist. He only brings up the matches that he beat me in every does, single day at work because we now work ten feet apart from each other. I'm sorry. I, it was much better when we worked like side by side and that I could yell over the cubicle and tell you about beating you. Now <laughs> I have to walk all the way over there. To yeah, tell because you the entire office could hear you yelling it from across your cube. You know, <laughs> hey, and you know, if you have any CZ questions, Alexis extension four three six zero. What a jerk! <laughs> but uh, I think it, I don't it, even know what your extension is. It, it really, it really depends on the division. So for me, locally, if I'm shooting uh, production, Matt is clearly the guy to beat. Um, I have not beat him in a legitimate match yet, so he is my guy to beat in production. If you're talking like looking at major matches, I really don't. I don't view a guy to beat at major matches. Um, I guess Co. There, Jason's kind of my guy that I'm uh, talented up with. He's the guy that can beat me that I have to beat. But otherwise, I don't really have anyone. Yeah. <laughs> These are all the people, but I don't have anybody. <laughs> so I, I want to go ahead and follow up uh, since we're going to let Jared go first and then we'll follow up after him. So <laughs> I've only ever shot production up until this year when I decided I'm going to make the switch to limited. It was uh, never <laughs> Jared, I beat you last Tuesday, so I don't know what you're talking about. He uh, shot a um, I shot production. Doesn't matter. Uh, so before that, it was uh, uh, Matt. Matt was definitely my person to beat in production. And then now that I'm shooting limited, I don't know that I have a specific person. Cody. It's Cody. You're going to crush Cody's soul. He's married now. He can't compete anymore. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but I'm also married, so it, it uh, levels the playing field. Definitely a handicap. <laughs> <laughs> you do your wife to talk with to this. Jeff, is, you, is, is Cody shooting Area 4? Cody will shoot Area 4. Yeah, I'm sure, I'm sure he will. Okay, then yeah, I'll have, have Cody in Free State shooting against him, and then I'll have Cody at Area 4 and, and Nationals, of course, but... Are you going to go to L10? (laughs) No. No? All right. No. It's uh, it's mostly a financial concern. If I could shoot nationals in L10, I would. But it is not free, so I will not be there. Uh, Yeah, that's what I was asking. I was asking about nationals. You're shooting L10, aren't you? 
Jeff? Yeah, because I'm going to be there, yeah. That's smart. You, you might as well shoot it with your there. All right, next question. Wait, yep, before we hold on, on, I think Jared might need to shotgun a beer or something. Bottoms up. <laughs> Bottoms up. Can we upload the video to this? Because he is he just chugged an entire glass of beer. That was a whole a whole beer he just drank in two seconds. I'm running, I'm running out of space to put the empty cans. Well, just start throwing them at your dog, man. I can't wait to hear from you. Jake, uh, Jared, do you get hangovers? Is that a thing for the Sasquatch? Not really. <laughs> I, wouldn't, I, don't, I wouldn't think so. All right, next question. Um, is it true that if you booze, you lose? That is a false it, assumption. I think so, I know who that came from. You do. At Production Nationals, <laughs> I, I drank approximately two cases of beer and beat the person to ask you that question. Ooh. Oh wow, that was that's that's serious, dude. You drank you drank two cases of beer before. Well, I don't, before I don't know that match? I drank. I don't know that I drank them, but I drank a case and mentioned to the housemates that we were out of beer, and they said I was the only one that drank the beer. So I assumed that I was the only one that drank. And this was the night. This was after each day. You were drinking no, beer not each day. Like maybe six a night or twelve. <laughs> That's a lot of beer for for <laughs> twelve. When you're trying to shoot a, a national level match. <laughs> you you have to be you have to be relaxed to shoot well. So to be clear, it is it is a false statement that if you booze, you lose. Exactly. Okay. You can tell Joel that. <laughs> All right. Next question. <laughs> How does it but, feel? Hey. Go ahead. Okay, next question. In, in, in fairness, Joel did beat me at the Iowa Cops match like a week before Nationals. Did you booze at that match? Uh, no, I was staying with Joel. So we went to Cody's wedding the night before. And I may have had one or two beers. <laughs> so what you're saying is Cody is only – or not Cody, excuse me. Joel is just telling you that because he knows that if you do booze, you'll beat him. So he's sabotaging you. Exactly. You have to drink more to beat Joel. That yeah. is the key to <laughs> defeating Joel at his local matches. Okay. Drink more the night before. Yeah, it makes gotcha. sense. Okay, next question. How does it feel to have always beat Jason Bradley? <laughs> <laughs> it, it is it is legitimately the greatest feeling in the world. Well, yeah, that's that's pretty sad actually. But. Like waking up every day knowing that you have beat Jason Bradley, every match that you've shot head to head with him, yeah. is the greatest feeling in the world. Um, Women want to be you, men want to be with you. I have to, I have to assume, <laughs> it, I have to assume it's like waking up with an Olympic gold medal because I haven't gotten an Olympic gold medal, so I don't know this for fact, but it's probably about the same feeling. But if you okay. had to assume, like yeah. when when Lance Armstrong won like multiple Tour de France's. You mean when he probably cheated? The, probably the same <laughs> feeling. You mean when he cheated all those times? Did he cheat, though? I don't know. Blood doping <laughs> is cheating. Technically. Yeah, I mean. So, but did he go? We don't know this. I don't think that's true, but anyway. <laughs> hey, and, it's just the cherry on top that he gets to do a podcast with you every week and tell right. you and tell how me, much he beats you. <laughs> right. And, and I, can call, I can call him on a regular basis. <laughs> <laughs> and remind him 
He does. He calls me like about every other day. He's like, "Hey, how's it going?" I'm like, "It's good." He's like, but, "Just remember, but, I beat dude, you." I, I I don't feel bad for you because every day I walk into the office, he's like, "Hey, remember that match that I beat you in six months ago?" Every but day. In, in in fairness, I shot with Jason at Arkansas Sectional last year, and if I was shooting carry optics, I don't think I would have beat him at that match. Well, thank you. That was nice. Appreciate that. <laughs> See, I say one nice thing for every ten bad things I say. <laughs> All right. Revolver or PCC? Which and why? Uh, is neither an option? Can I like? Can I, can I just shoot like IDPA or something else? Yes, you have to shoot IDPA or revolver or PCC. Oh, okay. So I think I think I would take uh, revolver because it's more relevant, even though it's retarded. <laughs> oh my gosh! It's more relevant. I mean, it is a pistol, I guess. At but... least it's a handgun. Wow. Uh, I I feel like it would be harder to be good at revolver than it would be at PCC. Definitely. But on the same token, I think there is more challenge or uh, more competition. In PCC, than there is in revolver. Yeah. So, so she, uh, I do. I do think the best revolver shooters are much better shooters than than you have in PCC. <laughs> Y'all hear that out there? So <laughs> I'm, I'm going to okay. go ahead. You're and PCC choose... shooter, you suck. <laughs> I did I'm not go say ahead that. And choose PCC. There is there is some very good PCC shooters, but there are. See, if if you're talking purely like to be good at it, I think it's harder to be good at revolver than it is to be good at PC. Alright. Uh, Alexis you shoot PC you shoot PCC? I do not shoot PCC, but if I had to choose between revolver, IDPA, and PCC, I'm gonna shoot PCC. What about you, Jeff? Um Hmm, that's a good question, honestly. No, he wants, he, he, he wants to know if you can shoot forty-five. Probably, dude, I would probably Both shoot PCC. I would shoot PCC just because. Yeah, I would shoot PCC. There, I feel like it's talk, a more competitive I mean, it's division. Off. We got space for one more. <laughs> okay. Thanks for the update. I would shoot PCC too, because I agree. That's just yeah. I think there's more competition in it, but okay. All right. Jason probably should shoot PCC because he sucks with a pistol. Thank you. <laughs> That's not bad. <laughs> Love you, buddy. <laughs> Which Hit Factor podcast is better, ours or the Imposter Cast? Um, I do not remember the Imposter Cast doing. Well, you haven't listened to either one of them, so I mean, let's be honest about that. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> In fairness, I've not listened to one of their their podcasts, but um, you, and you've listened to one of ours, I think that was the one with Matt. Yeah, I did. I did listen <laughs> to Matt's podcast, which, by the way, that is definitely without a doubt the best podcast we've done. And you weren't on it, exactly. <laughs> that is probably a big plus to it. It was a good one. I thought. I thought. I do think that was one of our better ones. Because it's just it's probably, only because Matt was on it. <laughs> Matt that was is, a good podcast. Matt is probably the best shooter that's ever been on our podcast. Somehow you guys convinced him to be on it. I'm not sure. Well, we told him you weren't going to be able to make it. He he actually like messaged us. 
Like, hey, can I be on it? <laughs> He's like, oh, Jared can be on there? I'm in. Uh, no. I'm going to have to go with ours because, yeah. one, I haven't listened to any of theirs. And <laughs> I feel like we have a feud with them automatically, so they're terrible people. <laughs> yes, so, good answer. Good you know, answer. You know, I, I, I want to go ahead and say that, that this should, podcast is better just because my one of my favorite episodes was the one where you guys were talking about how this you, you guys were kind of crapping on the other podcast and because that was <laughs> one of my favorite episodes i'm gonna say this podcast is better and i've never heard one of the other podcasts you know, you know what we should do we should have we should have uh the guys from the other podcast on ours i think it'd be fun do you want to be drunk do you want to be drunk on that podcast no bad idea <laughs> no it's it's a it's a great idea Jeff, which one do you think is better, ours or theirs? Um, I think our content is better. I think their their production is better. <laughs> well, hey, our production quality is terrible. But I did just upgrade. I did just upgrade my internet, so it's obviously going to be tenfold right. better. Yeah. All right. No problem. hundred dollars better. A hundred dollars. Actually, yeah. it was like ninety-five, seventy-seven better or something. But, All right. Next next question. Next question. What changes would you make to USPSA if you were king for a day? Oh, okay. So we would uh, we would definitely clean up the number of divisions we have. Uh, I'm thinking we would have probably like karaoke's production limited and open. That would be it. We would get rid of all the other bullshit. Sorry, Jeff. No, I like it. It's beautiful. Um, <laughs> poppers. Poppers would be cleaned up, like the the uh, the BS of popper calibration would go away. Like if if a popper does not fall when you hit it like three fucking times, <laughs> it would be it would be just a reshoot. You get to punch the range master in the face. <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 because living in the Midwest, Ray is a range master at the bulk of the match that I shoot. And he is a great dude. As long as it's not Chad, because Chad's horrible is what you said earlier. Yeah, yeah. If Chad was the range master, absolutely no. Well, and Chad, <laughs> Chad would be the match director, but... Yeah, no, Chad Chad is actually great. I'm very glad that he was Area 4 uh, director. Uh, when I signed the petition, or when I signed the little letter, uh, I signed it, Matt signed it, uh, Mike Foley signed it right behind me. <laughs> I I so. signed it, but I said no. <laughs> I, I made a separate column for not my director. <laughs> Hashtag like, not my director. Hashtag not my director. <laughs> not my director. Yeah. Yeah. No. Uh, I was I was very glad to see Chad become the Area Four director yes. because my references shooting matches where Chad was the match director and. Uh, uh, United or I don't know, Tulsa, whatever it is, and he he does a very good job. So I imagine he's going to be a great Area Four director. Yep. But the popper rules definitely need some adjustment. Yeah. Okay. Well, so the part of that that not that does not make sense to me is if you have to chrono your ammo, why is popper calibration a thing? 
You know what I mean? If if you make power factor, if, if they check everyone's ammo to make power factor, why does why do you have to? Oh, so you, you know what I mean? It's but very it's a good simple question. Answer. So they assume that if you spend as much time on shooting as we do, that you're not getting fucked enough. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. Did you want to? Did you want to address address um, female shooters at all? <laughs> okay, so um, <laughs> I'm, so, I'm uh, totally like, kidding. Let me save him right now. I'm this totally show's kidding. getting canceled. This show's getting canceled. <laughs> show is, show is canceled right there. Okay. <laughs> all right. Well, all right. Here's one. Loves female shooters. Okay. This is from Cody. Would you rather fight a hundred Tim Heron sized horses or one horse sized Tim Heron? Definitely a horse sized Tim Heron. <laughs> it's time. It's like it's like beating a great day. But it's the size of a horse. He beats no, 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 no. See, now a horse sized Tim Heron is like a great day sized person. So it's it's like a hundred and twenty pound person. It's easy. It's like manhandling uh, fucking Alexis. Uh, <laughs> first of all, uh, you can screw off because we're on a podcast. Second of all, so I've never really met Tim personally, but I have heard a lot that he's the nicest guy in shooting. So I would rather fight a nice horse than one that wants to kill you. So no, no, no. See, Tim Heron is falsely the nice guy in shooting. That's not very he's nice. A nice guy. He's a nice guy. <laughs> He actually is. Like Tim is Tim is super nice. But I would definitely fight a horse sized Tim Heron. <laughs> like a hundred and twenty pound horse, easy. It's like a you, large have fight, you have to fight a hundred of them. No, no. A hundred Tim Heron sized horses. Right. Which would be or, tiny. Or are one horse sized Tim Heron, which would yeah. be a big Tim Heron. Easy. You take the horse size Tim Heron. Like a hundred twenty pound horse would be easy. It's like a great day. I don't think you realize, I don't think you where, comprehend. Where are you getting a hundred and twenty yeah. pound horse? Like Tim Heron's hundred and twenty pounds now. We're <laughs> so, talking about, talking about a like horse. -ish, a but, horse. Yeah. Jared, it's a horse. Yeah, yeah it's, a, but horse. it's a horse size Tim Heron. <laughs> Which means it's a bigger Tim Heron. Which means it's a huge Tim Heron. <laughs> yeah, it's not a size Tim. of a horse. Oh, oh, yeah, it, it's still. Still, it's still good. It's still easy to go. It's a horse-sized Tim Heron. It'll be like the nice thing ever. Like feeding him a taco, and he's gonna be like, "Give up." Yeah. <laughs> All right. So he'd rather fight the. But but legitimately, like like Tim Tim is a good dude. I like Tim. Okay. Tim is a good dude. Okay. Uh, is there any more in there? Do you, um, you guys got anything, Jeff? No. Alexis just gave up and quit. He like went up to see his wife or something. I did not give up and quit. <laughs> yeah. My wife knows not to bother me until at least ten o'clock. <laughs> we we talked to her before the podcast. Like she understands that this is work. He has right. business to do here. <laughs> exactly. Uh, did you go through all the questions? I think so. Hold on, let me look at them. Oh no! You forgot the top one. On what? Here, here, I'll, I'll go. I got this one. We'll let the. Uh, this yeah. will be interesting. We'll let uh, Alexis answer this one too. Oh, and I've got another question. Okay, Jared. 
What is your opinion on fitness in the shooting sports? Fitness uh, donut in his mouth. <laughs> I I think perfect. I think Next fitness, question. I think fitness is reasonably important. I think you have to be in like. I I feel like being in reasonably good shape is definitely going to benefit your shooting. But I don't think fitness is the most important part. If you can't shoot well, fitness is not going to help you much. Agreed. I agree. That's all? You don't have anything extra, Alexis? No, I think your fitness has to be good enough. And that's about it. It's not like being a professional football athlete or a professional baseball athlete where the better your (laughs) fitness is, the better you are in general. Right. I think if your fitness is good enough and your shooting fundamentals are good enough, that'll be, excuse me, that'll, that'll carry you through the sport. I mean, it's, it's not like you're running a hundred yards between shots. It's very short movement. Um, Mm -hmm. But it's still a shooting sport, and your shooting fundamentals are your most important tools. I like it. Jared, can you hear us? I wonder if you guys hear Buzz. Let's talk shit about him while he's gone. Perfect. He hear us. Oh, he probably favorite. muted him. No, even if he can't hear, even if he can hear us, this is perfect. Hopefully, he's far enough away from his computer that he can't talk back to us. <laughs> So Jared went to piss. That's why. Apparently. <laughs> yeah, he just like set the computer down right in front of him and took off. I'm <laughs> he pretty sure here. I can almost hear him peeing. <laughs> it's like the most awkward like <laughs> delay. Like, hang tight, folks. Jared's. Gotta go for a pee. <laughs> yeah, piss, piss break. I don't know. Kind of adds to the kind of adds to the whole drinking with Sasquatch thing, right? Right. Don't worry, I'm on my way back. <laughs> what? What? I'm on my way back. No, don't mm-hmm. worry, bud. We definitely weren't talking bad about you. Oh, hold on. Oh, right, there we're back. Okay, good. Sorry. We read the next to, question. Uh, the pop tab on that one. <laughs> Are we ready for the next question? And the beer's gone. Yes, we are. What is better, striker fired or hammer fired? No, scratch that. Striker fired or double action, single action? DASA, without a doubt. DASA. I think the DASA gun is better because you, generally speaking, get a better trigger for like 90% of the shots you're going to shoot in a match. Yeah, but with a striker fired, it's the same every time, Jared. Yeah, a mediocre trigger every time or a good trigger 99% of the time. Are we talking about a stock so trigger right. or like as good as you can make it trigger? Uh, not as good as you make can make it because that is – when you start talking as good as you can make it, you end up uh, federal farmer only. So you end up with a, actually a trigger that will only set off certain rounds. So a good trigger or a – Mediocre striker fire trigger. That's really what your question is. And so either either way, you're saying DASA. I think DASA is 99% of the time better. Now, the real question there is, are we talking production or are we talking carry-off? Because 
striker is almost always going to be a plastic gun, where DSA is almost always a steel frame gun. So, when we talk production, I think the heavier SA or DASA gun is going to be better because it's uh, steel frame, it's heavier, easier to shoot. Where when you're talking carry optics, you're talking plastic guns against steel frame guns, and I think it matters less. But Jason is wrong because that's his question. He wants to know if he could choose a uh, striker fired gun, and he is wrong. Yeah, I'm going to mail him like two carry optic slides. <clears throat> Shadow twos tomorrow, so that he can shoot a good gun. Because I wanted to you do... start. You should start mailing him like uh, shadow two parts, the mm-hmm. trigger parts, like competition hammers and short reset disconnectors. Even if he doesn't shoot a shadow two, that that stuff's expensive. Maybe like springs. <laughs> I do have a shadow yeah, two. If you're, if you're cheap, um, I just spent Jared... all my money on the internet. Jeff, what do you think? <laughs> Huh? Jeff, what do you think? What do I think? I Jeff think... Jeff's a superior single action only guy. He obviously thinks you're fucking wrong, Jason. <laughs> no, I think uh, <laughs> production... Well, I think in divisions where you can have you know, a striker or a DISA, uh, it's negligible because striker fire guns can be amazing. Triggers can so I think it's negligible. So I don't think there's an argument on triggers. I think there's an argument on gun weights. That's a decent argument. But triggers, I don't really think there's an argument. But a strike, a good striker trigger is baller. My opinion. Oh, boys, the cooler's out. Okay. <laughs> I'm going to go ahead and say that it does not matter. If... I don't think it matters either. Yeah. No, if you can get if you can find a striker fire trigger that you like and practice and get good with it, that's fine. If you can find a solid DASA gun or a DASA trigger that you like and get good with it, then that's fine as well. Yeah. I don't think there's much advantage to either as far when as we triggers talk, go. Yeah, when we talk about this on our little chat group we get a lot more, a little bit more colorful answers than we're getting right now. <laughs> no, no, but no, we don't get more colorful. We basically tell Jason that he's retarded that he should be ASA again. Yeah, but it also, we talked about this at, at a pretty good amount earlier today, so it kind of wore off some of the, the fun, you know, it would have been, if I, if we wouldn't have talked about it and then brought it up, I think it would have been a funnier topic. But No, no, Jason, I trolled, you I trolled. told you that you were retarded. Yeah, but you didn't say that on the podcast until right now. <laughs> <laughs> also well, we gotta have we gotta read on here so. yeah and it would be funny if jeremy was on with us because yeah yeah jeremy's way well, nicer on the podcast than he is way fucking nicer <laughs> well oh my I mean, gosh jeremy jeremy is the best shooter on our podcast so so he can act we, like all, we all shut up and listen when he talks yeah Except for Jason. Jason's retarded. He doesn't listen to anything. Jason talk back. He talks back. Yeah. All right. I got another question for you, Jared. Just came to me. What's your opinion on certified match ammo? Um, I don't really see an issue with it. So, it's certified match ammo. Like, at the end of the day, I I, I get where this is coming from. People are complaining about like 
I don't know, some of the federal ammo making like 160 at single sack nationals or whatever. <laughs> and anybody anybody who has shot knows that ammo that makes like 160 and ammo that makes 170 really doesn't matter. There's plenty of recoil there. It doesn't matter. But so, how does that play into proper calibration? Like it, it translates, right? If so you're like, ammo, what if you? Yeah. Minor minor power factors 125. If your 160 power factor ammo doesn't knock that popper down, it doesn't matter. So I want to kind of interject. So last year, so when I'm croning my ammo, I usually try to shoot for about 132-ish, give or take. By the time I got to Fall Classic, which was toward the end of the year, for, for minor, I was at 140-something power factor. And I didn't know this until I coded my ammo. And I didn't really see a difference. I don't think it matters all that much. So I, I'm very high-tech in my loading. So this year, I have switched to a new powder. And my first loads made 128 power factor. So I came home, I took a little knob on the button and the little quick, the click adjuster. I clicked it up two from 128 to plus two clicks, whatever that is. That's it. I'm done for the year. I'm going to load that. I'll load 30-some thousand of those. They'll be good to go. What powder did you switch to? Because that's really what is important. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's, <laughs> yes, the powder you shoot will absolutely affect whether or not you win nationals or get second place. Obviously. So I switched. I switched to Swart pistol. Yeah, I mean you're going to win now. What? Uh, Absolutely, what? without a doubt, I will win production nationals because I'm shooting for a Swart pistol. Ben will lose because he's shooting whatever powder he shoots. Without a doubt. Mm-hmm. I'm going to disagree. I'm going to say tight group is better because <laughs> when you shoot in Florida and it's hotter outside, you're going to get a higher power factor and it's going to knock down poppers better. It, it's yeah. going to knock them down a little bit faster mm-hmm. so that you will clearly win. It's kind of like shooting 115s. They actually, 115s score alphas faster. They do. I disagree. 115s are stupid. No. Cheap. They're better. No, they score score alphas faster. I shoot 125 right now. Well, that's not right. I'm shooting minor. I'm shooting 125s. But you shouldn't. 115s are the way to go. Hey, what recoil spring weight are you using, Alexis? (laughs) Oh, oh, I use. I was shooting uh, 11. 11 recoil spring. That's. That's not heavy enough. Eleven. That is the key to my success in shooting, is that I'm using eleven pound recoil spring instead of a twelve. You need eleven. Like if yeah, I you need eleven 12, and a half or twelve. If I use a twelve, I definitely would not have won any spring. What? Oh yes, yes. So I actually I use a mixed philosophy on my recoil spring or my hammer spring. I have a thirteen in my practice gun and an eleven and a half in my match gun. I'm about that up because yeah. I use a uh, just a factory trigger return spring on my practice gun and yeah, a reduced power trigger return spring on my uh, match gun. There you go. No, that's see, the I winning use the gun same, right there. I use the same trigger return spring because <laughs> I want the trigger return to be the same. And I use a 13 in my practice gun because after 55,000 rounds of not cleaning the thing, the uh, carbon has polished it to the point where a eleven and a half is too light in feel compared mm-hmm. to my action. If but that's Jared, not a humble brag, I don't know what the, what is. Jared, Jared, 
But what does that have to do with the edge of the precious? <laughs> okay, so the edge <laughs> is the most important part of shooting. No, I'm not answering that one. <laughs> I have a pretty funny story about uh, that from Shot Show, but I will not talk about it on the uh, <laughs> on the public podcast. <laughs> it's all about the edge of the precious. Okay, sure. That's what. That's what I was wondering. Just the edge? Just the edge. Just the tip. Is that, is that like just the tip? <laughs> just the tip. Just the tip. I'm not even drinking. Oh, God. <laughs> Should be. On a Monday? Yeah. All right. Well, yeah, it's Monday. Monday. We're recording this, I'm everybody. I'm going to check the Facebook one more time, make sure we don't have any extra questions. Late questions. I think if we don't have any more questions, each of you should get one good question. I'm I'm good and uh, liquored up. I'm ready to answer. How many Glocks do you own? One. What is it? G17. When are you getting rid of it? 17. Uh, probably never. My dad enjoys shooting the uh, GSF matches, so I'll probably try to shoot a couple of them with him this year. And also, winning free guns is pretty cool, so I'll keep it. I actually have a pretty good is story the Glock, about that. Is the Glock the, the greatest handgun ever? So, the Glock is a combination of so much mediocrity that it makes a great handgun. <laughs> so, funny story. So, I shot a GSSF match using my Glock 34 that I currently own. And the gun that I won off of that match, I sold and bought a Shadow 2. <laughs> smart That's smart. During this podcast, I have also sold the Shadow 2 to another local shooter who was shooting a SIG beforehand. During the I podcast? I don't know who you're talking about. I'm talking about a young youth shooter who needed good guidance. Good guidance? Oh, dude, I could have done that. I don't know who you're talking about. <laughs> <laughs> he's, you he's may or may not have carried him in a, in a local match like physically carried him I did, did. alright I'm checking here to see if we got any more questions I I, I, so I feel like we should spend, uh, uh, expand on my Glock mediocrity so I've come to the conclusion that like the reason that Glocks are so good is because they're just good enough at everything. So here I'm going to say they're, they're so good because the people that shoot them and do well are generally want to do well in the sport and they know what they need to do to no, no. get better. Like, Damn so, it, Alexis, so, ain't nobody want to hear that. Yeah, you, <laughs> Shut yeah, up, you're right. I, I'm sorry. Glocks, <laughs> glocks are, are generally <laughs> reliable. They... They work. They shoot when you pull the trigger. The the grip, not great, but works well for the bulk of people. So there's plenty of area to get good surface area contact on the gun for almost everyone. The trigger reach is not terrible. The trigger is not good, but it's not bad. The grip angle, not good, but not bad. Most people with a couple hours of practice, the gun will point where they look. I think that's what makes the gun work well. 
And then you also have people who are not very smart like Jason who shoot together competition. <laughs> <laughs> That's not very nice. Uh, Jason knows all about him. I've never shot with Jason, but I think Jason's a pretty good shooter. No, Jason's very good. That's why I give him a hard time. Okay, grip. Let's talk about the grip real quick. Last question. So we were discussing we were discussing earlier the grip because uh, Eric Grafell is a very interesting grip. Yeah, him and Angus actually have the same grip. They uh, they put their finger around the front of the trigger guard. Yeah, I think you tried both that. Both of them, both of them would probably tell you that's less than an ideal position to have your finger. Then why do they do it? I think it works for them. It, it works for them, and the, that's the way they learned it. They're also both phenomenally well-rounded shooters. They're very good. So, is Grafell that good? Is he good? He's won a few matches, so yeah. I think he's pretty good. <laughs> okay. I, well, I, few, I think, you mean, you mean uh, a few world shoots? or? Yeah, yeah. Like <laughs> I don't think he's been beating a USPSA match in like 20 years. Or if they match. And shot against me. That's well, not bad. that's true. It's not shot against Jason <laughs> Bradley. <laughs> so, so, Eric and Angus are both very good shooters. They both put their finger around the front shirt guard. So I think it comes down to, is there a ideal way to grip a gun? Absolutely. But if you grip a gun in a manner that allows the gun to return to where you were aiming to begin with and allows you to pull the trigger straight back, does it matter much? I don't think so. Is there a way that's, so, is there a way that's ideal for most people? Yes. It's not, so, not with the finger on the front of the trigger guard. I don't think Angus or Eric would teach anyone to put their finger on the front of the trigger guard. Do they do I it? Saw a video. Does it work for I, them? Yes. I saw a video of Eric. Dom, uh, demonstrating the grip and he kept when he would first kind of do it he was kind of you could tell he was wanting to put his finger up there but he didn't he put his finger like the, the most of us in America shoot and uh, he, he he so he he was kind of sh- instructing that that method um, but there's a that podcast I sent you guys um, is on the from the firearms nation I think it is it's Ark Levy's podcast and he interviewed Eric Gaffel I think last year or the year before and and y'all should go listen to that it's a long podcast but there's some good information or some interesting stuff that uh Grafell talks about um talks about how he grips the gun and uses predominantly his pectoral muscles to kind of put the pu- push to do the push pull and, and then he was talking about and, and i didn't wasn't able to see the video but he was, it was almost like he was saying he got he gets most of his finger inside the trigger guard and when he applies pressure he's not doing it from the front face he's not applying pressure to the front face of the trigger he's doing it almost like to the side of the trigger it was really interesting to hear him talk about it and um uh and then you know the first thing when you hear something like that is you go pick up your gun and you try to like do that for a minute or two and then you're like this is so awkward and forget it but i don't know how he does it um I almost thought when I first heard it, he was trolling people, being like, I'm going to say this and see how many idiots get out there and start trying to do this. <laughs> but uh, I don't think he was doing that. I don't know. But anyways, it was, it was, good, it was a good podcast, so very interesting to listen I, to. First thing, sir, I would say the first thing is, is to – you have to remember the level that Eric is at compared to the average shooter. And I think would the average shooter is going to be not – 
is going to be hurt by putting their finger on the front trigger guard. Because I, I view that much like I do thumb rest. Is a thumb rest a bad idea? Not necessarily. Is the average shooter going to apply unnecessary pressure on the thumb rest and potentially steer the gun with it? Yes. That's kind of how I view finger on the front of the trigger guard. Could somebody like Ben or Eric or Robin Bradley. or whoever put, or Bradley have a finger on the front of the trigger guard and, and shoot okay? Absolutely. Could somebody normal like Jeff or Alexis or myself do that? No. Absolutely not. I just thought of another question, so I'm going to ask it. Does anybody else have a question? No? Yeah, you no, might as well ask We're good and liquored up. We're ready for questions. Here we go. All right, Jared, I was creeping on your Facebook. And Uh-oh. I went, went, went way back. <laughs> How far back did you go? Like uh, to the beginning, bro. Oh, my God. Yeah. He was creeping for real. Like he was. Creep, oh, yeah. Creeping being on Facebook, even. Yeah, so it appeared that you were involved in some sort of dirt track go-kart racing or something. I was. Tell me about so, that. So from uh, from the time I was in about middle school through, uh, I don't know, when we were like 20, like through college, uh, I raced dirt track go-kart racing. That's amazing. I didn't know that. Because you're huge. <laughs> well, I was much smaller back then. <laughs> um, just a mini, I, I actually, a mini squatch. <laughs> mini squatch. There you go. And there's also <laughs> so a thing to do in Kurtzman, um, Missouri. Yeah, uh, no, that was something I started racing when I was maybe like sixth grade, fifth grade, somewhere there. Uh, something I did through. Probably until the time I was like 19, 20. I was pretty good at it. Yeah. But uh, not great. <laughs> not great. <laughs> Is one, that because you didn't have any natural talent? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Lack of natural talent. Um, it was a lot of fun. Uh, it was a competitive outlet when I was younger. And, and I think that's what drew me to competitive shooting was a competitive outlet. Like, I... I'm the type of person I need something to be competitive at. I need to crush people like Alexis at matches. <laughs> right. Not right. anymore. You shoot production. I'm shooting limited. Rest in peace, nerd. <laughs> True. True. Alexis is shooting limited now. I'm shooting production. So basically, I'll never win another match. That's right. Did you but say I, rest in peace, nerd? I did. He should have, Yes. So that, that did is, your knees did your knees like come up past the steering wheel? I want to see a picture of you racing one of these. Probably. Yeah. Hold on. I think I have a picture of where I think I have a picture where I want to match. Hold on. Or, uh, I bet uh, his yeah. I bet his cart was bigger than all the other carts. <laughs> no, same size. He were like but uh, to, but, but it, he but actually raced in a car. Ever. Right. He yeah. actually raced in a car. <laughs> it was just like a Miata. In a go-kart race. <laughs> a real oh, car. Here we go. I like got a Honda so he was like Donkey Kong in Mario Kart, right? <laughs> I was actually I yes. was pretty good at it. Bowser. <laughs> I won a I won a I won a few track championships, some money races. I was not bad at it. Here we go. Here we go. Here's here's a picture. Oh hell yeah. Is that 
What is so, that? What, what, is, what we're is that seeing right now on car? video is Jared sitting on top of a Hot Wheels car <laughs> and a picture <laughs> with the number 28 on it. That's what Dude, we're seeing. That was, a, that was a picture of when my niece was like fucking six and I won a race. And you took her for a victory lap? No, no, she came out to the track for a picture of me winning. Oh, okay. Hell yeah. But it, it really doesn't matter because it's kind of dumb, but I enjoyed it when I was doing it. No, that's good. That's good stuff. It's good. Good little sneak Dude, peek into the history of it's, Squatch. It's, it's very, it's, at the end of the day, it's very similar to competitive shooting. That, um, the it's easiest thing I can say is that Races or matches are not won on the day of the match. They're won on the weeks before when you're preparing for the match. I might get that tattooed on my arm. <laughs> I will pay for it if you get that tattoo. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know what? We go tomorrow after work. I know a guy. Tell you what, we'll talk about the office. No, no, no. We're, we're not going to talk about the office. We're going to do it now. <laughs> I will pay for that yeah. tattoo if you get it after work tomorrow. I don't know if I can get that tattooed on me at ten o'clock on a Monday night. That's that's not. Oh, you could uh, tomorrow. You could. There's a there's a tattoo parlor open somewhere. Yeah, probably somewhere tomorrow. in Raytown. That would. Hey, hold on, it. hold on, hold on, hold on. Let me text Kenny. I'll see if he can do it tomorrow. Yeah, let's just <laughs> drive, drive you to Nebraska. Nebraska. Don't worry, I'll drive you. Don't worry. Okay. Right, done. All right. Let's, done. Let's, if you can get Kane to do it tonight, I will. I'll. I will meet you at your house. Well, no, you'll pick me up. I'll Uber to your house because I've been drinking, and we can go to Kane's sure, house. I'll pick, and we'll I'll pick you up. I'll be sober before we hit the Nebraska board. I just found a picture. I'm creeping Jared's Facebook page as well, um, of him wearing a team Glock hat. Oof. He looks. He looks like he's 30 in this picture, but he's probably 14. <laughs> so, so, when I started shooting, uh, I got my first pistol. My dad bought a pistol. He found GSSF. We started shooting that. So, that's where I started in my competitive shooting. Cool. There's Block Shooting Sports Foundation. And I would I would go to matches with him. So all I had at the time was like a G17. So that's why I start. That's what I started with in USPSA. Why don't you get a G34? Are you poor? I bought that after I started shooting USPSA. Yeah, but and I started I, with a G34 in USPSA. And then, I, then, then I saw that shooting striker fired guns was fucking terrible. <laughs> and I switched from that. To a hammered fire gun like a normal red blooded American. So you were trying to buy some skill. Exactly. It's all about buying. <laughs> so if you currently shoot a Glock, the number one skill increase is buying a CZ. Plus 10 dexterity right there. Yep. Exactly. <laughs> it's also like a fast mag change, whatever that's called. Uh, what is that? Quick hands or something on uh, Call of Duty? Yeah, exactly the same thing. Yes. Sl- right. Sleight of hand, but yes. <laughs> Sleight of hand, there we go. All right. No, I started, USPSA with a, I started USPSA with a Glock, probably much like the average shooter. Uh, it, it worked well enough. I don't think it necessarily holds you back. I think uh, shooting a pretty standard hammer-fired striker, or a 
hammer fired uh, DASA gun is probably <laughs> an advantage for the average shooter today, more so because of the weight of the gun than anything else. <laughs> oh, stop recording, damn it.